Teach Us to Pray is brought to you by Life Audio and is a part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Hello, friend. You are listening to the Teach Us to Pray podcast with me, Christina Patterson, where we teach believers practical and real life tips on how to grow your faith and relationship with God through the power of prayer. If you've ever wondered, why should I pray if God already knows everything? If he already knows what's going to happen, what I'm going to do, what he's going to do, what's the point? then today's episode is just for you. The idea for today's episode came from a call I received from a friend. She called me one day and asked this very same question. Christina, why do we pray when God already knows what's going to happen? I thought, That's a really good question that I, too, have thought about before, especially when you might be struggling with doubt or you feel like a lot of bad things are happening to you and you get weary in your faith. Or maybe you're just skeptical and think, well, we know that the Bible does, in fact, say that God is all powerful and all knowing and he's ordained all of our steps even while we were in our mother's wombs. So does that cancel out the need for prayer? And I would propose to you. Absolutely not. We've previously talked about prayer and the importance of prayer. So today I want to give you three reasons why we should continue to pray even though God already knows what's going to happen. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on the Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. The first reason we should continue to pray is because prayer is about our relationship with God. In her book, Fervent, Priscilla Shire outlines the general purposes of prayer with the acronym PRAY. P-R-A-Y. P stands for praise. She encourages readers to start with adoration towards God with a focus on who he is and all his goodness. The R stands for repentance, the part of prayer where we turn away from the things that are not of God and align ourselves with his will. The A 
stands for asking. And this is where we tell God pretty much what we want. This is essentially the part that we're concerned about when we ask the question, why should I pray if God already knows what's going to happen? Why should I ask God for anything if he already knows how things are going to turn out in the end? But the point of me saying this is that asking is a portion of prayer, not the sole purpose of prayer. Our petition to God is a part of the reason why we pray, but it's not the entire reason why we pray. Priscilla Schreier then goes on to say why stands for yes, which is yes to all of God's promises and proclaiming God's promises and truth over your life. So that's the acronym P-R-A-Y that Priscilla Schreier gives in her book Fervent for How to Pray. Praise, repentance, asking, and yes. And if you remember from episode two of Our Teachers to Pray podcast, we use the three R prayer process, which is to reverence, repent, request. And so both of these prayer methods, which again are just methods um, to just help guide your prayer. And they show that the asking portion of prayer, the request portion or the asking portion is only part of prayer. But the praise, the repenting, the yes, the reverence are all important parts of growing in our relationship with God through prayer. Prayer is essential to your relationship with God, as we've discussed in previous episodes. It's not just about asking God for what you want and trying to get it. It's not about God being this genie where we ask for something and he just gives it to me. No, prayer is about your communication and growing in your relationship with God. And you can't have a healthy relationship that doesn't have healthy communication. If we want to grow in our relationship with God, which is essential to our lives, because Jesus compares himself to living water and the bread of life, then we need God in our lives and we need his relationship. If we want to grow, if we want to flourish, then we have to be in prayer. So that's number one. Yes, God knows everything. But our first and foremost priority in prayer is to develop our relationship and grow our relationship with God. And if we throw away prayer because God already knows what's going to happen, then we also throw away the most important connecting factor between us and God. The second reason we continue to pray when God already knows what's going to happen is because prayer changes us. Many times we might pray to get what we want, but sometimes the process of praying, the process of seeking God does more for our hearts and changing us than an answered prayer. And that may have been God's plan all along, or he allowed it to work out that way. For example, I never wanted or planned to be a stay-at-home mom. I grew up with the mentality that you go to college, you get a good job, you become an independent woman, and that's just what you do. When I had my daughter and I realized that God was calling me to be a stay-at-home mom, I was like, no, this can't be right. My heart was not in it. But at that time, I read another Priscilla Schreier book called Life Interrupted, which is a study on Jonah and running away from what God is calling you to do. And that's exactly what I was doing. I would apply for jobs and every door was getting shut in my face. And these were jobs I knew I was qualified for. I was praying to God to let me get a job. And those prayers were not being answered. And as I was reading Life Interrupted and studying the life of Jonah, God revealed to me that I was called to stay home. So, no, he did not answer my prayer. And yes, I was frustrated in that season because I felt like 
I'm not a stay-at-home mom. I wasn't built for this. I wasn't raised for this. I have no idea what I'm doing. And because I had those feelings, I started to pray more. And I started to become more dependent on God to answer this call that I felt like I was completely unqualified for. And as I prayed and read my Bible and leaned on God, he was changing my heart about the whole situation. Not only did I develop a deeper relationship with God in that season, now I can't imagine not being a stay-at-home mom. I absolutely love what I do. Did God give me what I wanted even though I prayed for it? No, he gave me something better. He gave me peace purpose and a closer relationship with him. Sometimes prayer is more about aligning our hearts with God's will, not necessarily getting everything that we think we want. It's in prayer that we're strengthened and encouraged to do the things that we didn't think we could to live a life in the midst of unanswered prayers and of things not going the way we thought they should. It's in prayer that God is working on us. He's sanctifying us and he's aligning our hearts with his. When I think of that season of wanting a job, I can see it wasn't a job that I really desired. Essentially, I wanted security and God was providing that for me, even though it wasn't in the way I thought that I would go about it. If we really look deep at the core of the things we want, God is answering those prayers by providing his peace and encouragement and his uplifting of our souls and spirits along the way. Even in seasons where we feel like our prayers aren't being answered, God is everything we need, even when he doesn't give us everything we want. The third and last reason why you should pray, even though God already knows what's going to happen, is because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what prayer he's going to answer. I love the quote by Dr. Tony Evans that says, some things are not released until we pray for them. God knows what you're going to pray, but you don't know what answer prayers he's going to give you. So my philosophy is this. If I don't get something, it's not going to be because I didn't pray for it. It's not going to be because I didn't have the boldness to go to God and be real with him about what I want and ask for it. And I know you might be thinking, well, I don't want to get my feelings hurt. I'm not going to ask God because he might say no. But that's when you kind of have to check your faith. Is your faith in the outcome of your prayer or is your faith in God? Our prayer requires faith because we don't know the outcomes, but it ushers us into the presence of the one who does. Listen, I don't have all the answers, but I do pray that today's podcast was an encouragement for you and that you've gained a greater perspective of why we should keep praying, even though God is all knowing. We have so much more to talk about when it comes to prayer. So I hope that if you were encouraged by today's episode, you'll share it with a friend and subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, where we'll continue to learn how just like breathing, prayer can become a natural, consistent and life-giving part of our everyday lives. Until then, be sure to connect with me, Christina Patterson at belovedwomen.org and check out the show notes in today's episode to download my free five-day prayer guide to help you put into practice the powerful habit of prayer. Thank you so much for taking time to listen today. God bless you and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Teach Us to Pray is a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you take a minute and leave us a review in your podcast app? 
It really does help more people like you find the podcast. To hear more from Christina Patterson, be sure to check out her fantastic site, BelovedWomen.org. A special thanks to Kelly Gibbons, Stephen Sanders, and Stephen McGarvey for their production and editing on this episode. You can find more podcasts like this over at lifeaudio.com. What do you do when your world is falling apart? How do you march when it would be easier to stay where you are and die? Join me every week on the March or Die podcast, and we'll discuss that and so much more.